are back with the Afterwatch. We're watching Food Wars, Season 2, Episode 3, The Age of Kings. Mm -hmm. I'm Tim. This is Ashley. That's right. We'll get right into this episode. Of course, we always say subscribe if you haven't already. Give some questions, Mm -hmm. something we can talk about here on the show. You do that at fictionalquestions at gmail.com. Write in for that. And uh, give us a review if you'd like over there on the Apple Podcast. We always appreciate hearing nice things. So, mm-hmm. getting into this episode, there was a cliffhanger last time, right? Mm-hmm. You yep. had the two kind of street fighter duking it out, punching, yeah. punching, punching, lobster versus uh, shrimp or whatever. So now we see who won, and it actually was Rio. Rio. Yep. So, did you? I mean, I guess mm. we kind of uh, mentioned that there is a way that you could tell who was going to win last time. Yeah. Because uh, what the director didn't bear his chest for Megami, right? Yeah, but. Yeah. But. <laughs> but, yeah. It was kind of funny, though, because uh, you see it wash over her, the realization, you know, for Megami that she lost. Uh, the crowd is kind of, her dorm people are actually kind of sad for mm-hmm. her. Yuki actually runs up there to greet her down on the, uh, what, the lower level there. Yeah. Just to say, oh my gosh, I can't believe how scary that guy was. He was so terrifying. It was like a sweet little rabbit versus a feral dog and all this kind of stuff. But then everyone starts clapping for her. Mm -hmm. It was really kind of touching, a little moving moment where they're saying, oh, we can now see why you are actually, you put up a good fight versus Rio. Yeah. And uh, you deserve to be in these things. It wasn't just a one-off or a lucky thing. You know, all those things. Even Hojo was up there, you know, congratulating her on a job well done, you know? Because mm-hmm. she really, she came pretty close. And we see how close it was because when Erna's, I guess, walking the judges out to their cars or whatever, yeah. you know, he, she sees the grandfather go, oh, this moment of, like, panic yeah. over his face. And she's like, what's wrong? And nothing. I just, I just need to visit the washroom, right? <laughs> and so... When we get there, he's like, oh my gosh, that Megami, was her? Was that her name, Megami Tadakoro? Anyway. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, she must be, uh, you know, uh, really good at this because he had no idea, but she actually <laughs> uh, caused an unraveling yeah, yeah. in his region. Uh, basically, his underpants, like... Disrobed, disrobed him without yeah. even... He didn't his, even his, realize. Uh, his underwear came off. Which is... Uh, a little upsetting. Yeah. I think that's, like, better than bearing his chest. Because I think that's, like, I don't know. That's a sneak attack. Yeah. So I feel like <laughs> Megami could have won if he knew about it. That's what I'm Maybe. thinking. Yeah. It could have, like, turned the tides. It could have, like... I don't know. I just have a feeling that he would have maybe casted his vote for Megami if he realized that happened. Maybe. But would the other people have? So I don't, I don't remember who voted for who, but I'm just saying it could have he could have changed yeah. his vote. He could yeah, he and it was pretty close as it was. Yeah, but anyway, exactly. I don't know if you can go back once you once you've cast that no, vote. I think what, yeah. it's it's pretty done. We go to Akira. He's lying in the grass. He's uh, getting ready, thinking about the next uh, you know the next day going up against uh, what Hasako, right? Yeah. And June comes out, just checking on him. He's in the grass. He's always sniffing the uh, the cinnamon sticks, right? Yes. I don't know. 
just get his senses going, like just like to keep practicing his sense of well, smell. Well, I think cinnamon actually kind of helps um, with your moods and stuff. Mm. It's a it's a healing type of thing. Oh. So I know that people use cinnamon type of things in the little ointments or not ointments, but the but the oils, essential, essential oil. oils. Yeah, 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 that kind of stuff. So it's probably in the same vein. But, uh, yeah, she just says, look, I'm really proud of you. Just enjoy yourself tomorrow, whatever happens. But we know that he's ready to win. Of course, we see the other people. Ismi is actually more mm-hmm. nervous than, you know, talking to me, actually. Yes. He's like, oh, I got your pillow. I got this little scented candle. You know? I know. He's, like, freaking out. But talking to me, actually, brother. L- looks pretty chill about the whole yeah. thing. He's like, I've learned so much, I'm going to do this, I'm going to beat this guy, and then I'm going to go on and beat Soma, you know? That's, <laughs> that's all it's all about. He just always wants to keep doing that, right? Mm-hmm. We see uh, Hisako talking to Erina, and she's like, I'm going to win, I need to win for Erina, and they're all talking about who they have to win for. So if you like mm-hmm. all these people, you don't know who you want to win. There's obviously two bouts about to happen, right? Mm-hmm. The third and fourth battle. So, I mean, who would you have liked to have won in these things before we actually get into it? Probably talk to me yes. versus the the other guy. Other we'll meet guy. this other guy yeah. soon. I do not like this other guy. Yeah. He's an, well, annoying. Well, we'll see soon enough. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely talk to me and... Hisako versus know. Akira? Should we just get into the their whole thing? Yeah, because kind of, I like both of them. Kinda yeah, like for different equally. reasons. Like, I, I, because they're not like major, I mean, they're like major minor characters. Like, they're in the middle. Like, they're not a major character, but also one can consider, consider them like a minor, minor character. So, I don't know. They're like, no. kind of like. B tier? Yeah. They're kind of like. So, who I would don't be know. the A tier? Soma, Erina, Megami? Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, what about the brothers? Are they in like uh, the B tier too? Yeah. I so guess it's ma- so. It's like the main three then. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Anyway, so it's the next day. They're getting ready for this food battle between mm-hmm. uh, Akira and Hisako. Yeah. Uh, the girls are there in the stands wondering where Soma is. And Megumi's like, I tried to wake him up. <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> going on. But I guess, uh, what, Ryoku looks at her phone and sees that he's awake and he's on his way. So we see him then kind of walking on the way to the whole tournament arena place. Mm-hmm. And he gets passed up by this guy, this biker guy. He's like, oh, I remember this guy. Yeah. He kind of pulls over and starts talking, Soma Yukihira, <laughs> you remember me, don't you? And it's this guy, Subaru Mimasaka. And we actually didn't see him last time when this yeah. whole thing was going down. Which was weird. Like, you would think you see a glance of him. Yeah. But, like, it was kind of weird. And then they just all of a sudden... This dude. This dude. <laughs> well, like, because if you remember how it ended, we actually didn't see. We only saw the top three in the A block. So that's this is the other guy, I guess. And uh, at first you think he's kind of, uh, what, this kind of biker guy, yeah, kind of like crazy. He's got the big, he's got tough dude. Big, tough dude, right? He pulls his bike over and he's like, hey, you want to go over to the tournament and watch, watch it together? And he's like, okay, yeah, we can go together. And then he starts locking down his bike. Yeah, and, and like <laughs> like putting a cover over it. And, and like, then roping it off. Yeah. It, it like takes forever. And it kind of takes uh, the edge off of him. I don't know. Someone made him like feel like, oh, this guy's weird. <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not really scary. He's just no, weird. No, he's kind of weird. <laughs> But he still looks pretty scary. I don't know. The he, way they portray him with the, like, shadowy, like, soulless eyes. Right, right. And, like, he looks like a, kind of like Bowser. 
like a human Bowser. Like, like a huge. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I, yeah. I, I can go with that. I can go with that. He does. Uh, Soma does say that he has a cool name. He even yeah, blurred like him, his name. He I like a little so, like an animation of him sewing. <laughs> like like why like this is what he looked like when he was sewing it. Well, he's really the devil is in the details. That's what he says all the yeah, time. He, I, that's a common saying, right? You understand what that means. There's always something mysterious. If you, it might look simple on the, you know, at first, yeah. but there's probably other things that you need to pay attention to. Meanwhile, they're back. Uh, all the people are back at the arena talking about this battle. It's uh, the theme is mm. hamburger. Yes. Hisako versus Akira. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a battle of the herbs, though. If you think about it, because what? He's all about spices and stuff. Yes. She's about medicinal cooking. Just different way going about it, but same technique. Right. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really make sense with burgers, <laughs> you know? You think yeah. of burgers in a certain way. You almost don't want to overcomplicate things. You know? Yeah, I feel you know? like Akira, I'm sure his burger is good. Oh, yeah. I don't know how much you would classify his thing as a burger. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah. So he starts, uh, they start up with their battle, and Akira has this big kebab going, a donor kebab, yeah. which is uh, rotate and roast at the same mm-hmm. time. And you've seen these things before, yeah. the big meat on a and stick. And it it's, off. Yeah, and, and you cut it off. I love those. It reminds me of like a Brazilian steakhouse mm-hmm. or someplace <laughs> like that where they're coming around to the table yeah, and they like, cut off a little piece. You want some of this? Oh, man, I wish... Uh, Restaurants were open like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> One day again. One day we'll One see day. it. One day. But uh, meanwhile, we see Miss Secretary over there, Hisako. She's got doing a tortoise burger. At first, they're like, what is going on? Because you see the mm-hmm. big jar of something moving inside, but it's the soft shell tortoise. She doesn't flinch at mm-hmm. all. She cuts off the neck and starts, you know, taking out the blood. And I think that was so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's actually the sake is in there to keep the, the blood from congealing or something inside so yeah it is pretty well i don't know because we see the what the stalker girl up there oh god oh she looks so dignified even covered in blood (laughs) (laughs) i know i was just like oh god this girl again meanwhile she calls her her mistress and oh my gosh well she's moved on from marina though right i know which is crazy uh, meanwhile, we see that uh, Soma's made it in, and um, and Megami has met up with him to bring him into where they they were, right? Mm-hmm. But they've got lost. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about you know the come on, you're gonna miss this Akira versus Arato, I guess is her name, Sako Arato, mm-hmm. and so uh, he's like, who is this person? He's like. Oh, Miss Secretary. <laughs> Come yeah. on, you've met her like 10 I times. I know. I'm like, do you he, not remember what she looks like? <laughs> like? Well, no, he just thinks of her as Miss Secretary. He doesn't think of her as her name. I don't but didn't he see a picture of her on the TV? Well, I don't know. I don't think they're there yet. Oh, okay. Because they're still walking around kind of lost. Now that Subaru is on his own, he starts talking about everything he knows. And he basically knows everything about Soma. It comes everything. off... Really creepy, knowing from where, the diner to... Like, how many hours he sleeps at night, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of, not Spooky. kind of, that is, like, weird and scary What kind and of cameras or what are you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you Because it's doing? not just what he's... It's not just one night. He's an average yeah, sleep Yeah, and you time. guys will find out why later he w- wants to know all these things. But I then he moved on the from episode. Soma. Yeah, he moves on to Takami, mm-hmm. and I just wrote down some of the things that he's... Okay, so son and heir to the Trattoria in Tuscany, right? He has a Japanese father and Italian mother, lives with his brother, rival to Soma, calls home twice a month, has a fan club there at Toski, doesn't like heights, sets two alarms, he has interest in Japanese food replicas, 
And uh, he has a mole on his left shoulder, and he's bad at poker. He prefers showers over baths, and he has checkered underwear. So much that you shouldn't know about a person. No. <laughs> this guy, just, like, I really hate this guy. Like, this is well, a character. Because every I think time they show him. genuinely cares. Well, I, I, I think it's, it's kind of good because he really takes our people, the people you like to task. It's mm-hmm. really, it becomes a really tough thing as we go on. You know, in these episodes, you'll see. Yeah, it. you guys will see why, unless you've already seen it. But <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we'll keep going. So yeah, Megami and Soma are basically lost, and Subaru finds them and basically welcomes them into his little waiting room where he's watching it on TV. It's his room, I guess, because he's got snacks and all kinds of things in there. Yeah, I thought it was strange. Yeah, and he so even, I don't think the other people had that. Maybe they didn't ask for it. Mm. We'll circle back on that because I think he has some people on the inside helping yeah. him. We see the Takami actually gets pulled in too. They're kind of wondering, like, what do you think? Who's going to win at this? And Soma actually says that he's never seen Hisako cook before. Yeah. So he's not sure uh, how that's going to go. And Megumi doesn't even know how her style of cooking works for hamburgers. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we see that she's finishing up first. She's got the soft shell tortoise. She's mixed that meat with ground pork. She served it in this Chinese steamed bread, which actually, it looks, the bread and everything looks pretty good. As she's making it, she's thinking back to all these days when she's young and, and Erna is running around. You see Erna like as a little kid who, she seems really happy and <laughs> not like the know, Erna that like we now, know. like snooty and yeah. rude. Yeah, she just seems so happy and carefree back in the day. And Hisako's you just enamored with her, wants to be by her side at all times. You know. <laughs> She serves her, um, yeah, tortoise burger. Uh, there's a funny moment where Arara, the, the announcer girl, is like, uh, are they going to go soft on her or give her a shell of a time? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that oh was so oh bad. God. The judges are saying it's putting their whole body on fire, yeah. the power of the tortoise. I don't know. If I <laughs> um, I've never had turtles, so no, I can't explain to you what, what it feels like eating turtles. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not just that. She actually pounded up the shell. Yeah, it's a medicinal. Yeah, yeah, use that powder in the patty itself. It seems cool how she put everything together. I don't know if it'd be my kind of thing yeah. because I'm not too much for the other kind of meat. Yeah. I guess there is a mix with pork in there. Anyway. They love it. Yeah. They think it's like Godzilla. You see the Godzilla monster where yeah. she's this huge tortoise <laughs> fighting the grandfather who's another big Godzilla monster thing in, in these towns. So it's pretty funny, and they like it, but that's when Subaru says, but this battle still belongs to Akira. And we see that as soon as he puts his meat down on, you know, to start cooking it, and the aroma starts hitting the crowd, yeah. all of a sudden all the energy goes to him. It's almost like every single time with him. Mm-hmm. As soon as he starts cooking and the, and the spices get going and it fills the auditorium and everyone's really excited by that. Not only do we see the people in the crowds, their faces kind of change and everything, but the judges all of a sudden, they look like they're just like starving. They're yeah. like begging like, dogs. And they're like little dogs, yeah. <laughs> so, they're like dogs. Would you consider that a burger though? I guess they go through what constitutes a burger. I mean, so it, does have a, it does have a patty and it has the bread yeah. on the top and bottom, but it's more just of a pita, like, sandwich. And I, I feel like pita like. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't look... That looks way better than the tortoise shell. Okay. 
burger thing. I mean, I guess they're both. Kind I probably of would like his they're better like, though. Yeah, I think I like his betters. better. But, better too. Uh, they finished it before they even knew it. They're like eating, and all of a sudden, wait, where did? <laughs> How does it even happen? But okay. But it's a kofta patty, so it's a paired uh, ground beef with lamb, mm-hmm. and that goes mm-hmm. along with lo- what we see—the pita. There's, of course, yogurt and the spices and everything else that we normally see with those those kind of flavors kind of melding together. Yeah. They're talking about how he used a char. For his pickles. Mm. Because when they're talking about burger, I guess you have the patty, mm-hmm. uh, the buns, the sauce, and then the pickles. And I guess the pickles are to kind of bring out the flavors of the meat. Mm. So what she did was she used the shredded ginger as the pickle type of uh, alternative, I guess, mm-hmm. which he thinks was, you know... It was creative, but kind of naive. And yeah. so his achar, which fruit and vegetables uh, in a mustard oil. When they're tasting this stuff, and obviously they loved it because they finished it without even knowing. Mm-hmm. They're talking about how his potential is basically, you know, something that could, uh, you know, rival the god tongue. And this kind of upsets Asako because she's the one who wants to replace Erina on the top ten. Yes. That's her whole deal. She wants to serve by her and at one point replace her on that top ten. So for this guy to come up and have all these people talking about how he deserves that spot, it kind of upsets her. And he even says at this point, you really spend most of your time just trying to be number two, and that's pretty limited. You should Mm -hmm. really try to be on the top spot at all times. And so I think that's that's something to think about, too, for her. She's kind of put herself in a place. Yeah. She doesn't think of beating Erna ever, right? No. She wants to beat everyone else to impress Erna. Right. So whereas someone like Akira or even Soma, they're really going for that top. They At, at some point, they want to beat Erna. So, yeah, that's what he's talking about. Her ambition is kind of limited. Anyway, Hayama wins, mm-hmm. Akira. And uh, she is sad. She actually goes to tell Erna, you know, Erna looks actually sorry. Yeah. I I don't think Erna was going to act the way Hisako thinks that she was going to act. Well, we saw what happened with Meet Me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Remember? And Meet Me was yeah. on doing that thing, but I maybe... Is, Hisako and her have a have been together since they were children. They have That's a bond. True. They're best friends. Yeah. They're, they're not just like, it's not... Hisako's not just her helper. Yeah. I think Erina sees her as, like, literally a best friend. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't think... Because she actually looked genuinely upset for her. Not, like, upset or, ang- like, not angry upset. Like, no. uh, genuinely upset and wanted her to win. But, you know, it's okay. She was just going to probably tell her it's okay. But Hisako just runs away. She doesn't even want to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. She's just upset by it. Then we see Aizan come into the room, the waiting room, where Soma and Megami and Subaru and, and Takumi are, are watching this thing. Tells them to, you know, disperse Takumi. Still wants to settle that battle with Soma. Like, yeah. Soma's like, wait, what? The one where Hinako wouldn't even <laughs> give them a, a decision, <laughs> right? Back from the camp. Yeah. It's really funny, though, how Soma's like, oh, I, I totally forgot that. But it means so much mm-hmm. to talk to me. I don't know. Do you think that's just something that he holds on to? Yeah. Or, or is it just something that pushes him forward? Like something that's like, I'm going to beat Soma next time for sure. There's no way next time. It'll even be, uh, you know. 
uh, I think, you know, it's just, it's, well, it's just like how Soma wants to meet his dad. It's just like something, you know, they think that they pushes need, them. That pushes them. They're like, oh my God, I need to do this. Yeah. Like, this is something I want to do. Like, this will make me a better chef, like, better chef, you know? Yeah. They think that it'll move them up. Yeah, anyway, so Soma basically says, well, just don't lose today, and then we can have that battle, right? <laughs> but when we see Takami go to his, the room, we see that Subaru is already there, and he's got uh, Takami's Mezzaluna. Yeah. And uh, Aizan is talking to Soma and Megami about Subaru and how this place, uh, Totsuki, is kind of like Subaru's playground. Like, he watches and, and basically stalks yeah. people to, to try to figure out how they cook and what they do. And he's and, so creepy. Yeah. Well, he calls it a unique talent. I think uh, Aizan thinks it's kind of cool, but no, it's creepy. No, well, Aizan's kind of creepy, too. So. Yeah, yeah, we saw, yeah. <laughs> and they're probably like, you know, they're good friends because they share gross. the creepiness. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's gross because Subaru yeah. takes the gum and starts smushing yeah. it across the blade of the Mezzaluna. And then basically, you know, says, how about we uh, mix this up a little bit? Instead of just, you know, the false selection, let's make this a food war. And so, yeah, that's when we, when we come back after the song, we see the announcer girl gets the message. Uh, it's going to be a food war. So, yeah, that's next time. Yeah. Subaru versus Takami. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already know how it plays out. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's just so creepy. He's just... And he's even really rude about it, too. Subaru's like, you Italian mongrel. Yeah. You'll, he's talking this crap about like, his brother. This guy's, like, so weird and, like... Off-putting? Well, you find out later why, but, like, he's yeah. just, like, a crazy guy. He's yeah. so annoying. Yeah. For the first, like, half the season, like, he is... Of this uh, season, too, he is, like, so annoying. He's definitely an obstacle that our people have to figure out. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see how it goes next time. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. This has been Ashley. Take care, guys. Okay, they're talking about fictional characters. Fictional characters. Am I, am I getting through to you at all?